Thank you for tuning in to Coppin' with Comic. I'm Brian Coppin, and we're here with comic Claire Alexander. Claire Alexander, how the hell are you? I'm good. How are you, Brian? Oh, good. If people want to find you, do stand up in New York City. Where do they do that? And also, if people are not lucky enough to live in the area, where can they find you online? Um, well, online, I have a website called ClaireBearPairs.com. Yeah, I love that. And, <laughs> yeah. Is there more than one Claire Alexander? Um, Is there a lesser, less funny Claire Alexander out there who has Claire, at Claire Alexander? Uh, not alive. There was a famous <laughs> male hockey player oh, my Lord. named Claire Alexander, oh, which... Gosh. Yeah, I was named. I'm, no, I'm kidding. You're named after. I was named after him. My no, parents loved hockey. No, they. Uh, that is that is not the case. But that that was a really disappointing thing to find when I first Googled myself. Yeah. <laughs> famous man, and I was like, oh well. Uh. <laughs> well, you'll make it famous for female comics. And where can people um, see you in New York City? So uh, on January 21st, I'm doing a show at the V Spot. Oh, cool. And January 23rd at oh, oh January 21st is at 8:30 p.m. By the way. Where is the V Spot? It's uh, near St. Mark's Place. Oh, okay. I think it's on it's on St. Mark's Place. Oh, so that's easy to find. And uh, yeah, it's a great spot. Great hosts. Um, Jan 23rd, I'm doing a show at 8 p.m. at Whispers. Again, awesome hosts. And where is Whispers? Um, hmm. <laughs> Am I testing you? Yeah. The location will, of course, be on your website. Is it ClaireAlexander.com? Yes. Yeah. Okay. You were able to get website. that. The dead guy didn't get ClaireAlexander.com. Or, no, no, no. ClaireBearPairs.com. I'm sorry. Okay, cool. ClaireBearPairs.com. Okay. So across kind of all social, you're ClaireBearPairs. Yeah. Okay. I changed that. It used to be other stuff, but I was like, I'm just going to keep this one for yeah, myself. Yeah, it's good to it's good to get them uniform. And then um, when you're not doing comedy, you're actually, your day just pretty interesting. Are you doing restaurants? Are you in the hospitality industry? So I'm a, I'm a waitress. Okay. And you, yeah, li- a you like that. Like you were fine talking about that today. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I it love... just fits with your personality. And are you able to kind of work comedy into it or get stories from it to inform your act? Well, a little bit of, bit of both. I know a lot of comics don't like to talk about their day job, but I think mine is just like so funny. I, I because not particularly the customers I have even, but it's just like the whole concept of the restaurant industry is just the way it works to me is hilarious because like the people I work with, I've I've worked other jobs previously where I sit in an office and yeah. you know you have. Barbara, who's yeah. like, gonna have a baby shower next yeah. week, and and it's not like that in a restaurant. In a restaurant, nobody you like, cares, right? Yeah, you get in, like you know who you like and you know who you don't like, and you don't mess with people that you don't like. It's, That's so it's funny. Very... So there's no there's no baby shower for uh, for Jimmy in the kitchen. No, it's like everybody has a second job, <laughs> and right. it's very, it's it's really awesome to work in a restaurant in New York City because everybody is is a part of the grind wholeheartedly so like everybody's either an actor or a comic or yeah a writer or whatever. i mean i'm i'm the only comic at my restaurant and actually like we only have like one actor at my restaurant but everybody else has like i have a friend who has a who who's in a band everybody else they, they just have a lot going on with their cool. lives so it's like everybody has a second job or something so it must be interesting to kind of talk to people while you work there yeah and are you able to kind of write on the job too though i mean it your brain isn't maybe totally occupied so you can also think of a couple funny bits yeah that's what i like about it is that it's not um 
it's not like using all my creativity. I just kind of have my like robot. Hi, what can I get for you? <laughs> she's not robotic though. The tips. I mean, she's going to get the tips because she genuinely cares. You know, how are you doing? What can I get oh, you? Like, she's yeah. not. I mean, you're you're not being robotic. You're being perfectly sincere. Oh. It's just that you have such a big brain that you can also think of comedy bits while you're saying that. Yeah, <laughs> you have yeah. background processes running. For sure, I feel that way. Like I've I've worked in um. It's it's nice to I I one time I worked at a at a really big department store, and when I was in college, like in in between semesters, and I was just like I just didn't care about okay. the place. And when you work in a restaurant, because you have such a, you keep seeing these customers, even if not even not regulars, just even first timers, you just see them like four times. You talk to uh, them like four or yeah. five times, right. and. You feel for them. Like, I want you to have maple syrup with your French toast. Like I, <laughs> I've been in that position, too. I also want ma- maple syrup. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I, I, under, I want you to have a good experience. And yeah. it's not like, oh, yeah, I don't care if, if your shirt shrunk in the washing machine because I don't know you. It's, it's yeah. more like, I hope that you have it because I – and especially because my restaurant has excellent food. Um, I – I have no problem selling it because I'm like, this is great, and I want to see someone enjoy it. Yeah. And are you like that with comedy? I mean, is your aim in a comedy set to make sure they leave better, you know, in a better mood than they were before? Oh, definitely. Definitely. I love to make I, I love to make people laugh. I think that's why I also like being a server. Like, I just like to make people happy. But um, I love – I definitely do that with comedy. I hope that people come in and then I – I make them happier and make them think about things that they didn't think before. And yeah, what are some of the things you're talking about on stage that are not only funny but kind of memorable as far as you know insight you might have on certain things? I don't know about I don't know about insight. I do have one bit that I wrote like a couple months ago that has been uh, probably like it's probably my favorite bit I've ever written okay. thus far. It's about like. My dad, um, and I mean, there's no like awesome moral to it. It's just humorous. My dad had a uh, a nickname in college. His friends used to call him Geppetto. Really? Yeah, because he like looked like the puppeteer Geppetto. Oh, okay. But Geppetto, uh, even in the joke, I say it's it's such a mouthful. They just called him Petto, and that's <laughs> yeah. Did they really? That's a true true oh, story. He had a license plate on the front of his car until I was about 11 years old. This man picked me up. From school with a license plate, it said P E T T O, so it oh wasn't like Lord. creepy, but like. But that's even something where I would I wouldn't even believe it if you said it. Like there's certain things in your life that you try to bring on stage because they're true, and you're like, this is actually true, people. I need you to believe this is true because nobody will believe that anybody ever put that on the license plate to pick up their kids. And I know it's spelled yeah. differently, but he's just so far away from an actual pedophile that he felt comfortable putting P-E-T-T-O and he'd be able to say, hey, it was in Pinocchio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is how I got it. Oh my gosh, do you, do you ever, I mean, do people come up to you after that good comedy bit saying, is that true? Yeah. Like, that can't be true. Well, I mean, I've gotten that about, like, every bit I've ever done because I, I used to, like, have bits about, I, I used to live in Connecticut and I used to drive everywhere and I don't really drive to to do sets anymore unless like I'm going out for a road gig or something. But I used to have this bit about how I have a Prius and then people would see me after the show and be like, wow, you really have a Prius. Yeah. I'm like, uh, I didn't make it up. Yeah. And so what's, <laughs> what's the role of being like, do you try to be authentic on stage? I mean, do you, tr- do you try to make sure that every premise of your um, set is rooted in truth? Uh, most of the time for like a premise, definitely it really come. Most of the time it comes from the truth. For just a bit or a joke, 
I mean, it's not. But then you're going to spin it out into certain things that might not be as true. Yeah. But at least we know that you drove the Prius and your dad actually had that on his license plate. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. cool. And then, like, why do you do that? Because then nobody can steal your stuff. I mean, if you're uniquely Claire, then nobody else can t- tell a Claire bit without people knowing, hey, no, that's Claire, <laughs> that's Claire Bear Pears. Like what CBP. are yeah what are, yeah, what, yeah CBP what are some of the benefits to uh, making sure all your stuff is authentic CBP? Well, I think um, I I don't even do it so that like people won't take it or anything. I think it's like like you know when you meet somebody and they tell you something that is just like outlandish. Yeah. You know, there's this. I feel like we're all such individual different people who grew up in such funky weird way like our whole lives my whole life i didn't really watch tv growing up and mm. i totally missed out on spongebob and everybody <laughs> yeah, I, I know either, right? oh nice yeah, yeah i try to avoid the things that are super popular yeah yeah <laughs> hipster yeah but so i mean Smart it's just it's just though. more fascinating to tell people things that are uniquely cbp claire Bear yeah Bear. yeah and like um i don't know i find i find it so people are like that's crazy like what did you do with your life and i'm like oh i used yeah. to run in my backyard <laughs> and that's funny to say like you that's... Ran, ran in your backyard was your backyard that big or did you just oh, yeah. run that short of a distance well i mean i w- <laughs> my brother and i we used to like run around and like sing one song this is this is true we used to like run around and like hold hands and we did this like more than one time <laughs> This is what happens when your kids don't watch TV. We would run around and hold hands and we'd say, I owe you a barbecue. And we did that for hours. That is hilarious. Like, that's pretty much how SpongeBob SquarePants, I mean, doesn't it get absurd like that? And so if you don't oh, let probably. your kids watch all that TV, they're going to come up with something Worse. just unique and me- <laughs> well, just unique and memorable. That's hilarious. Was your yard big? I mean, you just ran around because you were, like, used to run around your yard. Yeah, no, I mean, like, we had, I was, I, I was really lucky to grow, I grew up in, like, a nice place in Connecticut. Oh, okay. Yeah, and so I had, I had, we had a big yard, we had, like, a playground in it, we had, like, it, it was awesome. But then you ended up really being fascinated with New York City, and that's why you moved here. You like the subway. Oh, yeah. You like all that stuff. And so, like, how did you go from, you know, an idyllic a, a childhood or at least seemingly idyllic childhood in Connecticut with yards to run in to New York City? Like, how did your fascination grow, and how are you making sure you're kind of living it to its fullest right now? Oh, well, uh, that's a great question. <laughs> um, I've actually wanted to live in New York City ever since I was a little girl. I used to, like, write stories about it. Oh. and yeah, I, I like I, my brother and I. Here's another game we would play. We I, I it was, we just would pretend we lived in a hotel in New York City. And oh, I, cool! I made a website for it when I was a kid. Oh my everything. gosh, you yeah. can do that. That's so cool. Yeah, I, I mean it's it's like it's about as cool as the I O U a barbecue. <laughs> like, so hotel New York City was probably cool. Yeah, that was that was like the theme song for the hotel. <laughs> But um, yeah, so I I always wanted to live in the city, but um, I mean, I definitely still, I I enjoyed my childhood in the suburbs. And I know a lot of people who grow up in the suburbs end up living in the city. Yeah. Um, But I've always just like, because I also studied like theater my whole life and whatnot. So I've, I've just always seen New York City as like the place I want to live. And And are you, are you um, incorporating those theatrics into your act? I mean, do you do a lot of act outs? I mean, if we were to come see your show, is it always Claire Alexander or is she doing some theatrical act outs? Oh, I'm definitely, I'm definitely theatrical. I think that how I think, I mean, I got into stand up through acting because I I ended up, well, not accidentally. I just, part of my curriculum at an acting school I went to, I had to do it. Um, But it's it definitely I think I was a step ahead of a lot of people who like just have never tried comedy and they want to right because I was I'm already like super comfortable on stage like I've always been 
ever since I was like eight years old. So, so. That's, that's kind of part of the battle. And so if they yeah. want to see you, they have uh, there's the V spot coming up. That's one of your shows. Yes. And when is that? January. That's January twenty first. Okay. And the other one was at Whispers, which they'll find on yes. ClaireBearPairs.com yes. and all the Claire Bear Pairs social media. You got it. Okay. And then, are you going to sing I owe you a barbecue to take us out? Yeah, man. I owe, I owe you, you a, a barbecue. barbecue. Thank you so much, Claire Alexander. <laughs> Thank you.